Hey, how about that? Welcome back to the Cooper Lydon is Alone podcast. Sorry, this episode is late. I'm hoping you're listening to this on a Thursday, the day it came out. But maybe you're listening to it on a Friday, the day it came out. Or you're listening to it on a Friday, the day after it came out on Thursday. And you were just a day late. And that's fine, too. Maybe you wanted to listen to another podcast first. Maybe this podcast is not your Thursday podcast. It's not even your Wednesday podcast when it's usually supposed to come out. It's That's fine. Maybe you're listening to this in like May of 2033. That's fine too. I hope things are better for me by then. If they're not, and you're listening to this, Stop listening because, you know, shit's not going great. So don't, this, this is a different life. I don't live this life anymore. Stop listening to this. It's not what you should be listening to, okay? Um, I am late trying to get this out. I didn't set up the curtains that I usually have. So we just got the bookshelf and the plant. But let me know if you like this more. Maybe I've just been doing it all wrong. Maybe it's overproduced, you know? Maybe it's not real. It's not honest. It's not what people want. I don't know, okay? I don't know what you want, obviously. 20 people at most listen to this, so I'm obviously not selling a Lay's chip that you get one, you need more. You know, obviously I'm selling a... I'm selling a kind of chip that you try at a nice sandwich shop, and you eat it, and you appreciate it because you're like, this is what a chip would taste like if I made a chip. And you, and you tell yourself it's really good, but if you actually ask yourself what you want for satisfaction, maybe it's not this chip, you know? I don't know. I don't know what kind of chips we're even making yet. <clears throat> the podcast is so new, we only have one flavor, and it's just classic salted. Um, but either way, it's good to be here. Um I think it's probably time on this podcast that we address uh, one thing. I think it's probably time to address something on the podcast. Uh, I know my fucking eyebrows are big, okay? They're on my face. I walk around with them every day. I know... I look like if a Viking fucked a Viking, then fucked a Viking, then fucked a Viking, then fucked a St. Bernard. I'm aware. Okay? I'm so aware that I inevitably forget because I have to live my life. Okay? People ask me where I got these eyebrows from. Probably the worst man in the world. Okay, probably the worst, drunkest, most piece of shit, brute in the world a hundred years ago held down some member of my family and fucked them, and that's why I look like this. Okay? I look like a fucking maniac, and I am aware of it. Now, if you want to come into the YouTube comments and fucking mention it, be funny. Some of you guys are coming in with some heat, and I like it. I have to respect it. Somebody came in, they said he has more hair above his eyes than he does on the rest of his face. Great. That's true. I cannot grow a mustache or a beard or even a soul patch as thick as these fucking eyebrows. That's a hilarious thing to say, okay? For the people that come in and say shit like, whoa, eyebrows, or is anybody else noticing these eyebrows? I mean, that's like if you were standing outside the World Trade Centers as they're about to fall and you're like, anybody else notice this smoke? It's a mess. We all see it, okay? We've always seen it. I know they look like this. But... If I don't have these, then I'm just regular ugly. Then I'm just boring ugly. You ugly motherfuckers, come on here and call me a freak. You should be so lucky 
to be a freak. Because we know what you are. You're a fucking egg face. You're a goddamn soft-boiled egg face, okay? You're just egg white. You're flat. You're boring. And nobody wants to fuck you, okay? I got a girlfriend, okay? And before that, I got pussy and dick because people see me and they go, this looks like my horrific father who left, okay? These remind them of somebody horrible in their lives, and now they want to suck their dick, okay? Is that true? Sure, I'd like to believe it. But God damn it, it's like, it's so funny because I don't know why I got so mad the other day about it. Because every single clip I ever post... I get the eyebrow comment. And I don't I don't get mad at the fact that I get the eyebrow comment. It's it's the only thing noticeable about the entire podcast, okay? I get that. I understand that. I'm not angry when people bring it up. But it does get to a point where it's like is are you at least being funny with it? Because some guy, some guy came, I, I posted a clip, and I was like, talking about how if you see somebody in public, it's actually funny to not go and say hi to them, because then you can pretend to be a spy. It's not that funny. You know why it's not that funny? Because it's a fucking podcast clip, okay? It's not a stand-up comedy special. If you go on the fucking clip and you go, hey, your joke sucks... Of course it sucks. It's a clip from a podcast a 23-year-old does alone in his room, you fucking idiot. Whoever said this was good? Whoever said it was good? Am I supposed to imply that it's good by putting it out? Maybe, but in my eyes, the internet is so fucking stupid and fickle and quick that I don't think anything that I release that you're going to watch for a minute should be expected to be quality. Because all you motherfuckers are, are treating everybody who does a podcast or stand-up or anything like we're the fucking Coca-Cola factory where it's like you gotta produce the same good shit every fucking time. No! This is boutique, okay? It is boutique with bad materials because we cannot afford good shit yet. You understand? This is rough shit. You're you're not getting you're getting you're getting chunky fucking bracelets you buy at a farmer's market. That's what my fucking clips are, okay? But this it pissed me off because I was making a joke about how you can hide from people in public that you know and pretend like you're a spy if you want to. And this uncreative motherfucker comments and he's like, that tactic only works if you have eyebrows like yours, implying that I could hide under my eyebrows. But also, by the same fucking logic, I'm the most recognizable fucking person if you know me, because who else has these fucking eyebrows besides Eugene Levy? Is he even still alive? And I commented, and I was like, listen, I'm fine if you want to joke about the eyebrows. I'm a comedian who looks like a fucking walrus. I understand. I'm fine with it. But at least be funny, you fucking loser. And then he DM'd me way too long of a fucking message. Like a criminally insane message. And by that I mean it was about a three-inch text block. You know what I mean? On the phone it was about a three-inch text block. And he apologized but also still tried to be funny. Which, listen, first off, I don't want you to apologize. If you make a fucking joke on Twitter or Instagram, I shouldn't read it, because it's stupid, I don't know you, I shouldn't read comments about the way I look from other people, it's stupid that I'm even looking, it's stupid that you commented, but then to treat it like a real human interaction where you apologize, fuck off, okay, this is already all fake and mean and stupid, don't try and level with me, okay, but it, it does, it, it gets to a point where it's like, what pisses me off is not mentioning it. Because if you look a certain way, people are always going to mention it. Whether you're good or bad looking. If you're hot, people call you hot. If you're ugly, people kind of call you ugly in quiet ways. 
And if you got huge fucking eyebrows, people are going to talk about your huge fucking eyebrows, you know? So I expect it. But it annoys me when people come into the comments and act like they're letting me know that the eyebrows are big. That they're like, whoa, dude. Hey, did you know? Yeah, I have tumors on my face. I know. I'm aware. It's literally the same like if I just had some gross fucking five-inch skin tag hanging off my face and you were like, hey, what's up with this skin tag on this guy's face? It's like, yeah, no shit, dumbass. You know? I don't know. It is funny because the internet is like you can really just see who didn't get enough of that in school. Because that's what you do in, when you're a kid, you do that. Like, that's what a kid does. You go up to people and you're like, look at your fucking face, you know, because you don't know how to act. And then eventually you get that out and then you become an adult and you walk around and, you know, you see somebody with a huge birthmark on their face and you just say, hi, how are you? And that's what, you know, that's what you do. But there's these fucking guys that I guess just didn't get enough of it in school and so they see a guy online and they're like, I got to do it. And you know who really loves doing it is like obviously 35 plus men with no profile picture and just one single first name on YouTube. They love it. I don't know who these guys are. And I respond to them because I've mentioned it before on the podcast. If you comment, I'm seeing it. There's n nobody listens to this. It's, it's I will see everything you have to say. It's all there. I will find it. It is right there. So I respond. And, you know, I, I, I try and be, I try and try and get them going and respond, but they don't respond. You know, they, they mention my eyebrows and then I'm like, what do you do for work? You know, I just ask a question, just what's your life like? Because I wonder what, you know, what that's like. And I know it's a stupid thing to be like, oh, you're commenting a bit your life sucks. It's not necessarily true. I'm sure there are tons of guys in fucking Lambos watching YouTube videos being like, this guy fucking sucks at singing. Like, I'm sure of it, okay? I'm sure a lot of the people calling me an ugly idiot have better lives than me. But I would like them to respond. But you know what pisses me off? If you're going to come to the YouTube video, or the YouTube short, or the Instagram reel, or the TikTok, or the Facebook reel, and you're going to talk shit on my ugly fucking face... You owe me a conversation for as long as I would like, okay? If you want to get in touch with me, don't just DM me and say hi, okay? Comment some fuck shit on my, on my, on my fucking videos, and then I'll talk to you. I will talk to you at length for hours and hours and hours. But don't come on, talk shit, and then when I ask you what you do, just don't fucking respond. You owe me. You owe me a petty waste of my life being mad at you, okay? Because you wasted your time. I'm trying to waste mine. Give it to me, okay? Okay, before you fucking come and comment about how gross I look, ask yourself, does your mom like you? Not love, like. Like when you go home and your mom asks how things are going, how does she ask? Is she like, how are things going? Are you going good? Or is she like, so um, what, what is it now? What are you trying to make work now, you fucking loser? And if it's the latter, stop trying to tell me I'm ugly. You know what I mean? If your mom doesn't like you, you know if she does or doesn't. It's the one person in the world you know if they like or don't like you. You know it. It's the first person in the world you know if they like or don't like you. You know. If your mom doesn't like you, you can't call a 23-year-old boy ugly. You just can't. It doesn't work, okay? Because the fact of the matter is I could fuck your mom, all right? I remind her of some weird German paper boy who got sent off to the Gulf War, you know? I don't know why he's German. I don't know why that was a weird mix of timelines there. But I don't know, man. It's, it is just so, it's like, I'll, I'll take any fucking roast you got about the eyebrows. 
but stop acting like you're the first fucking person to notice it, you idiot. Like, it's so stupid. That's the part that pisses me off. It's, it's not the being made fun of part. The being made fun of part is a given. I'm releasing videos online. I could be doing literally anything. And of course, people would find a way to be mean to me. I mean, on the last one that people were mean to me about, I was joking about being a spy. And it's like people were angry at me almost. I'm aware that people are gonna be dicks. That's a given. I don't love it. But also, I, I know I'm not allowed to be angry at it. Because that is just part of putting videos out on the internet. Is that people are fucking mean to you until a couple people like you, and then maybe you can figure something out for your stupid, pointless fucking life. But, but don't ever come and think you're the fucking first, okay? Every one of you motherfuckers making fun of my eyebrows is the Christopher Columbus of, of noticing my eyebrows. There have been fucking natives making fun of my eyebrows, okay, walking these planes since I was five fucking years old, okay? I've always known I look weird. You're not the first. So if you're going to come into the new world and make something of yourself by making fun of my eyebrows, you have to bring a heavy, heavy artillery of shit-talking for it to matter. You can't come in with just, oh, weird eyebrow, you know? I don't know. The the eyebrows are uh the eyebrows are funny because because men make fun of them. Uh but gay men and women love them. And it's weird because I think everybody has one thing about themselves that if they are complimented on it, they know that the person complimenting them wants to fuck you. And it's a good marker, you know? Because I got a girlfriend, so if a, so if some gay dude or a woman comes up and she's like, I really like your eyebrows, I go, thanks, now get the fuck out of here, I got a girlfriend, I know you're fucking game, okay? But that is, you know, I do appreciate those people. The people that go, those are good eyebrows. I go, yeah, you know what, they are good. Thanks for the bigger is better mentality, alright? I appreciate it. And also, stop telling me to shave them, okay? Y you're an idiot. You're an absolute fucking idiot telling me to shave my eyebrows down to a normal size. It's the same thing as if you had a mustache this big and you trimmed it to this big. You're just going to have a five o'clock fucking shadow above your mustache. That's exactly what happens with my eyebrows. My mom's a hairstylist. You think she hasn't ever trimmed them down and made them smaller? You know what happens in two days? I just have a fucking weird black cloud surrounding a thick, smaller eyebrow because all of this invasive colonizer eyebrow hair comes right back onto my face. So the answer in terms of getting my eyebrows smaller is they're staying however fucking big they are until I die. And they're gonna get bigger. Okay, which is funny because it's like I, you know, I do the podcast and then people make fun of the eyebrows and they are only going to get larger. Like if this podcast were to be successful and I continued doing it until I was at like an old age, my eyebrows are going to be, I mean, probably touching the mic by then, you know, like they're going to be humongous. So. You know, if you're new to the podcast and you're looking for any fucking reason to stay because God knows the content isn't worth it, maybe stay for the growth of these brows because I can tell you one thing, they ain't getting smaller, okay? You're not getting any fucking smaller anytime soon. I have to live with these and ride them out until I die, and I'm not trying to trim them, okay? We're not walking in fashion week. These are what the eyebrows look like, and they're staying that way, okay? They do make me, I think, I think you know, I have a, uh, I have a thing where people always tell me that I uh, just seem mad all the time. That I have a very serious face. And that's probably because I just, uh, I don't smile enough. 
I'm probably just not cordial in general enough. There's probably a lot of reasons why people think I'm fucking angry all the time. But I think part of it is having a deep, angry brow. You know? Just a deep, angry brow. And I think I am... I am one of many men that was supposed to die um, unheroically on a battlefield, you know? These are the kind of eyebrows that that just wake up forlorn, you know, in a fucking trench and look out on a battlefield and just look. And there's a couple of their privates from 15 feet away and they're just looking at me and they're just like, Leiden's losing it, you know? He's fucking losing it. He's got the Kubrick stare. It's 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 years before that man is even born and makes movies, but he's got that fucking stare, you know. That's what these eyes were meant for, you know. These eyes were meant for thinking about how all the friends I've made in the army have died in front of me and I'm going to die too. They're made for, you know, me being a farmer in Ireland watching his crops die and and with that, his children, you know, that's what these are for. Uh, you know, these are for, uh, like I said, you know, a Viking on a boat heading to a village ready to just ruin generations of people. You know, that's what these are for. But those options are not afforded to me anymore. And war's not as cool as it used to be. And I'm not doing that. So it's podcasting. And that's the problem is you have is you have these fucking eyebrows and now they're on a podcast. And they used to just be covered in blood as, you know, it seeped from a hole in the top of my head made by a bullet from a marksman German, you know? That's that's what these eyebrows were for. They're, you know, they're made to be dead. These are the eyebrows of a corpse, you know? But but once again, I can't die. I have to, you know, I chances are I'm not going to be murdered. So I, I don't know what to do except start a podcast. In the meantime, get made fun of these eyebrows, you know? But, I don't know. It's not my fault I look like a fucking elephant. It's not, you know? Does that make sense? I feel like they have huge brows. Is that crazy? I don't know. They got eyebrows? Somebody look up an elephant school. Let me know if they got eyebrows. I don't know. I don't know how long they've looked. People have a lot of questions, too. It's funny, because when you have like a noticeable facial feature, people think that you are like hyper aware of it all the time. And as like insecure and anxious as I am, I actually like the way I look because I'm 23, I don't work out and I'm still skinny. So I have a great body that I don't work for. Of course I love it. I love it because it's like a gift because it's something I don't do anything for, but I'm afforded. So I love it. Because it's like, you know, it's like when you're 23, you should love your body because it's one of the best it's ever going to be and you don't have to make it look good. I eat like shit all the time, but I just, I just still look good. You know, I feel horrible. I feel horrible at all times, you know, but I, I like how I look. So I'm not really like worried about my face all the time. So I don't keep track of my eyebrows. People ask me specific questions as if every day I wake up and I'm like, uh, where are they at now? You know, as if I have like some sort of tiny ruler that I'm like, oh my God, they grew half a millimeter. Jesus Christ. You know, like I don't have that. Because like I remember a person asked me, they're like, how long have they been big? I'm like, what kind of fucking question is that? How long have they been? I always... As soon as they could be? They were like, were they that big when you were five? It's like, no, dumbass. But they were probably pretty striking for a five-year-old. Like, I had the eyebrows of a normal grown man when I was probably seven. And then after that, they just started getting weirder and weirder. But yes, when I was a young kid, I believe I had the eyebrows of like a 50s movie star. Like, they're pretty striking for no fucking reason. You know, but they've just been, they've just been, you know, on my face. But it is, it is just funny when, when people bring it up because they're just like, oh, those, those eyebrows, huh? As if I'm going to like just immediately know what to say. And it's just like, 
oh, yeah, these things that are on my head all the fucking time, it's almost a non-issue for me. You know what I mean? It's like I think people expect me to have so much to say, but there's such a part of my life that it's like I don't know what to say. Like, they're here all the time. I wake up, and they're here. They don't, you know, affect my life. Also, I have wonderful, beautiful, long eyelashes. Why, why, why are those never getting any credit? Because you can't see them on the podcast? Is that why? Because you can't see them? Is that why you don't like them? What the fuck, man? What's your problem, okay? I don't know, but uh, my hair is very weird on my body. I don't really understand it. It makes no sense. Because it's like my, you know, my chest and shit, like, I got nothing. I got weird nipple hair. I got chest, I got, like, weird not chest hair. I got, like, a 23-year-old happy trail. There's some hair down there by the stomach. And then the legs are just a mess. I got hairy-ass legs. I mean, just real, just, you know, this this should be on the Patreon for the premium subscriber. But just real hairy legs that are only going to get hairier, for sure. Just only going to get hairier. And this goes all the way up the thigh, inside to the fucking ass crack. Like, there is hair galore. I look like a fucking centaur in there it's insane there's so much lower body hair it's ridiculous but the top is clean it's like this this hair is like dark but it's not thick at all it's just here you know and i got i got a full head and i got eyes but the face is nothing which is i don't i don't understand how my body hair works it's almost like god had a brush and was like all right the top oh shit went way too hard on the eyes fuck skip and then got worried and skipped the face and the chest and then just went down to the bottom and was like a bunch more hair down there like i don't know it's like if you get like like if you get 10 units of hair it's like the the the, the torso got none you know everything else got the rest but uh i don't know man yeah, I look fucked up. I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's just, uh, I don't know. But it, it, it's, it's just, it's funny too, because, you know, some people, the people that don't respond when they make the eyebrow comments are the people that are dumb enough to think I don't see it. And it's like, dude, before you fucking comment on a video, some, some shit talk that you don't want a response to, you got to see how many subscribers that motherfucker has. Because I'll tell you, 110 subscribers is a very personal comment you're leaving, okay? 110 subscribers means nobody is watching this shit. You understand? Like, nobody is seeing it at all. Which means I'm seeing it. But people will comment, and they don't comment like they're talking to me. They'll comment like they're talking to somebody else. Like, some guy commented, and he's like, the words are vapor, but those eyebrows could win a Guinness World Record for largest eyebrows, which, listen, I know I said try and make a joke with the eyebrows. If your joke is Guinness World Record, that is the first thing you come up with that is the alternative to those are big eyebrows. If you're going to comment those are big eyebrows, then you go, that's not creative enough. What's the next thing I could do? Guinness World Record? That's your fucking burn? Dumb ass. He said, the words are vapor. Like, he's talking to somebody else. Like, anybody else is going to see it. It's so funny to go on the fucking video and comment as if another person besides me is going to see it. Nobody's fucking watching this, r- Idiot. Idiot? How about that? I don't know why, you know, trying not to say that, but it is funny. People think that, like, their their comments are going to be seen by other commenters, and it's like, no, buddy, my podcast is just a hotel room that you walked into, and it's just me on the bed eating fries, okay? Okay, the other podcasts are downstairs in the ballroom with hundreds of listeners, and you can go talk to them, and the guys on stage won't even hear you. But guess what? You're talking to me. You're commenting on my podcast. You're, you, we're speaking, okay? Me and you are now in a conversation, okay? So, you know, honestly, if you have something rude to say about the eyebrows, uh, you might as well just DM me. Because that's what the comment is. It's practically just a DM. 
Like, it's just me seeing it. Nobody else is seeing it. I, I, I don't know what you expect. But, I, I, you know, I wish they'd respond. You know, I just... I wish they'd get back to me because I, I immediately have questions, comments, sometimes even concerns, you know. It would be so funny if these eyebrows were like somehow the result of like a terrible brain cancer that I've just had my whole life that's slowly killing me and I have no idea about. That's like why I'm so angry, you know, like that would be very funny. I would love that, to be honest. If like these eyebrows were actually leading to my death in two months. Just everybody commenting, being like, he looks fucking weird, and then I just die from them. It's like, oh, shit. What's funny is nobody would ever know. I would just die, and nobody would give a shit online. It's not like you would know. I'm not, you know. But at this point, I would like the eyebrows to kill me, because they've defined my internet life too much, you know, far too much. I don't know, but you, you forget you have large eyebrows, because it's like you're... It's not like my friends bring it up. You know, it's not like we're out at lunch and like, oh, old big eyebrows. You know, it's not like we're fucking like comics at the cellar in the 90s. Like it's not, you know, which is put respect on them. But they were good at the surface level jokes. You know, you know, you wear a bad shirt. You got a weird face. You're bald. You fucking hear about it. You know, I couldn't have not survived around Patrice O'Neill. I don't think I think if I met Patrice O'Neill, we probably would have never even had a conversation. I don't I think he probably would have just yelled at me about how ugly my fucking face is and we would have never got past it, you know? But but nowadays it's like I don't hear about him. People don't bring him up to me, you know? People don't talk about it, so I don't I don't think about it until, you know, you guys come weekly and have some fucking shit to talk, you know? But, I don't know, the eyebrows are a double-edged sword, because it's like, straight dudes on the internet love to fucking talk shit about them, and then people that find them attractive, I'm, if you find me attractive, I think it's like falling in love with a three-legged dog, where it's like, why do I love this ugly thing so much, you know? It's so weird, you know, it's like, it's so weird, it just grips you, you know? But, um... I don't know. I think I've said my piece, you know, on that. Uh, you know, that was a good 33 minutes on my fucking eyebrows. That's a good half the episode on my face. Is that guy? Is that what you guys want? Should that just be the entire episode? Should that be the whole episode? I mean, obviously, I'm going to clip up some of that. I'm excited to see what the eyebrow clip does, you know? I guess somebody will bring in some new jokes. I think I'll, I mean, this is just asking to get trashed. If you bring up the one thing you get trashed about online, it's like you are just asking to just get fucking smoked. So I'm hoping that, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll clip up the hopefully, you know, five seconds of fun. None of that was funny, but hopefully five seconds of it was. I can clip it up, put it online. And hopefully get the greatest eyebrow burn of all time. Because if I can cover all the bases of, you know, at least be funny, I know they're on my fucking head. It's obvious. If I can, you know, if I can do that, then maybe one of you will finally come with some fucking heat, you know? I hope you don't hear that guy mowing outside, but you probably do. I mean, I pretty, I might as well record outside with how much ambient noise is here. But I, I don't know. I mean, you know, yeah, hopefully it, because, uh, yeah, that's one thing that pisses, that, you know, that pisses you off about, about getting made fun of, is, like, if it's just not clever. But that is the greatest way to make fun of somebody, is to not be clever. Because if you make fun of somebody and you're not clever at all, and you're just like, oh, yeah, then the person's going to be like, that's all you fucking got? And then if you just go, yeah, you have completely won. You have completely won the battle entirely. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, the whole podcast is is a bad idea. You know, it's a good idea, you know, if you're doing stand-up to have some other kind of content, some hours that people can look at. Because stand-up takes a while, but podcasts, you get a new hour every week, you know, so that's simple. But, you know, it's a, it's a bad idea to have a podcast 
when you are, you know, an unmedicated, mentally ill 23-year-old boy with, uh, you know, anger issues. Because all you're doing is is just getting a handful of feed to the goats and just, you know, just giving it to them every week. It is, you know, it's funny. I just, I wake up and I'm like, damn, why do I feel like such a piece of shit and hate myself all the time? And it's like, oh, well, probably because I just go online and open myself up to well-worded ridicule all the fucking time. That's probably why, you know, I, I envy all the kids that got into fucking business and real estate and some sort of career that doesn't have to do with putting yourself out there because then they just get to love themselves. Do you know the amount of ugly fucking guys I went to high school with that don't think they're ugly because they're not online? Like, if you're not online, you know you're ugly in a very understandable way. Like, if you're not, like, an online person, the way you know you're ugly is just nobody ever wants to fuck you. And then one day you find one person who does, and you marry them way too quick, and then you have a marriage that you fucking hate. And that's a normal way to know you're ugly. That's an understanding. That's what's kept humanity going. Of, of that way of knowing you're ugly. Of being married to someone and going, I'm not fucking happy, but I'm ugly as shit, so what am I going to do? You know? But nowadays, it's like, you know, I have a good life. I have a, I have a girlfriend. I have a job I like. I get to do stand-up comedy. I get to live in Los Angeles. I got to be born here. But then I go online and I, I post videos of myself and people go, you are ugly. And I'm like, damn, everything seemed fine before this. Why did I do this? Why did I release an episode of me being ugly, you know? I don't know. I've, I've just been pissed all fucking week about it. It really, it just got me this time. And it just got me because I just, there was just two comments that just weren't funny. It was, it was the, these words are vapor, but this guy can win a Guinness World Record. And then the other one was just a guy going to swing and a miss, dude. Your jokes lacked punchlines and humor, which is like, I don't know where everybody's fucking getting off with the I'm a comedy critic now, but that's fine. Be a critic. You're a critic at all times. If you're consuming, you're inevitably critiquing. If you watch a comedy special and you laugh at it, you critiqued it, but it was a positive critique and you laughed and it was normal and you got out of there fine and you didn't have to leave a mean comment. But if you're going to watch something and you're going to think about it and then you're going to go as far to tell the person who made it what you think about it, you got to understand what you're watching. Don't come on a podcast clip and tell me that my jokes aren't funny. These aren't jokes. Does any of this seem like a comedy special? Does any of this seem like I worked really hard on this? Does any of this seem like a final, finished, polished product? No. It's an improvised hour long of a 23-year-old speaking. Did you think it was good? Did you think it was good? You went to the market bought a moldy apple, went home, bit it, said, this is shitty. What the fuck did you think, idiot? It's a bad product. And it'll get better, but we're in the early stages, okay? I'm not that good at fucking broadcasting. So enough with telling me the jokes aren't good, because there's no jokes here. It's me speaking, hoping some of this is funny, you Fucking idiot. I don't know. It's interesting, too, because I get, you know, I got a lot of time on my hands. You know, I'm a fucking loser. I'm going to be dead in hopefully three years by my own hand. I swear to God. Uh, I'm joking. I'm not going to. But, uh, you know, it's like, it's funny because I got a lot of time on my hands. So people will, people will talk shit. And I like to go on their YouTube page. And most of the time, the people that comment don't release their own videos. Smart. 
Because if they did, guess who's fucking commenting? This guy, okay? I'd be right in there commenting real quick, telling you how I feel about your fucking music, Jerry. Uh, that's a fake name. But, you know, they don't, they don't post anything. But what they will do is they make playlists, which I like, because if somebody talks shit about you online, and you go to their YouTube page, and you look at playlists they've created... It's almost more vulnerable than seeing some content they themselves have produced because the playlist is shit that they like, you know? It's the shit that they like. And this one guy commented, and he was like, you have eyebrows like some weird name, and I Googled it, and it was an anime character. I was like, oh, this guy's a fucking loser. And I looked at his, fuck, his an anime's for fucking losers, okay? So are cartoons if you're a fucking adult, all right? Besides F is for family. Bill Burr did a wonderful job explaining the transference of anger from father to father to father to son to son to son. He's, he's an amazing job. F is for Family is a great show, okay? But almost everything else, grow the fuck up a little bit. And I hate to say it, but even South Park, it's like, I love South Park. It's hilarious. I haven't watched it in a while, and when, like, a 40-year-old man comes up and he's like, did you see the new South Park? I want to be like... Ugh, can you just fucking watch a documentary about a lady getting fucking murdered on her own stairs like the rest of us? You know what I mean? Like, can you just stop with this cartoon shit? Okay? Stop watching cartoons, okay? And telling me they're fucking... Stop. Enough. Let's bring back nerds being fucking nerds. If you're a grown-ass person and you play video games and watch cartoons, you're a fucking loser. And I'm another type of loser. I'll admit that. But you are also a type of loser, and you suck fucking dick. But this guy called me an anime character, which is like, dude, if you're trying to, if you're trying to call me a loser by referencing an anime character, what are you doing? You're trying to kick me with a broken leg, dumbass. He called me that, so I went. And I looked at his playlists, and it felt good because his playlists were videos of guys in huge, like, like Japanese Jenko jeans. Like, there's all these white guys. They call them weeaboos. It's like these white guys that want to be Japanese. It's very weird and racist, but they, they just copy Japanese culture to a weird, gross extent. But he was like, f they flail around these balls. This guy was, it's like two balls on one string, and you flail it around, and that's what this guy was into. And then he also had a playlist that was like a trip playlist, and it was all it was was just people of of like with like lights on their fingers and then the same balls but now they light up and they're neon and it was like parkour videos and it was like the nerdiest shit in the world and that makes me feel better because that guy comes and he makes fun of me and then I look at what that guy's into and I'm like oh well who could possibly give a fuck what this loser says it's like it's like that's how you get to see those people in person you know what i mean because online you don't get to see what these people look like you don't get to see who they are you don't get to see what they're about you know all this all these comments would hurt so much less in life because it would just be like the most loser fucks coming up to me being like nice eyebrows and i'd be like you're a grown-ass man still wearing an army surplus jacket like that's fashion, you fucking loser. What are you talking about, you know? And then I'd stab him. No. But it would be easier because I get to see what these guys look like. But if you see their playlist, you get to see what they're into. So I got to see this guy's playlist, and I was like, oh, this is some fucking loser with no friends that takes acid in his room and then watches YouTube videos. You know how much of a loser you have to be to take acid and need to watch a trippy YouTube video? The idea of a trippy video is the dumbest shit in the world. Because you know what's trippy when you're on acid? Fucking everything, idiot. Go outside and stare at a tree and cry with your inner child like an adult. If you're taking acid so a YouTube video can be cooler, that's just a that's a closed loop of you never thinking or leaving your head at all. You need to take acid and not know where you are. 
and be scared and then find your way back and learn something, okay? Like a true vision quest high-as-fuck journeyman, okay? That's what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to take it and then watch cool YouTube videos. Even Pink Floyd said that. The makers of the greatest YouTube video of the greatest music videos of all time. The Wall and shit. It's like even, I think it was Roger Waters. They didn't want to make YouTube videos. Roger Waters was like, you know, music videos. Roger Waters was like, no, you shouldn't make a music video. You, you should listen to our songs and you should let those songs influence the way you look at the world in front of you. Because that's the good thing that music does. I mean, really, I listen to a lot of podcasts. And if you do too, you should at some point, just at any point in a podcast, just turn it off and then just listen to a song and see how different your brain feels. Because when you're driving listening to a podcast, you're very just in the world. The world's not that exciting. You're listening to two guys talking in the same world that you live in. You're laughing. It's fun. It's good. But then you turn on a song, you know, any song. You turn on the, I don't listen to this, but let's say you turned on the theme from The Sopranos. Got yourself a gun. And now you're Tony Soprano. Now you're not just driving a shitty Honda Civic that your dead grandma's from 2009. No. Now you're a mobster headed to Jersey. You feel like somebody different. You know what I mean? That's why you shouldn't rely on, on fucking music videos to give you the vibe of a song, you fucking child. Maybe you could make something in your own head for once, dumbass. But anyway. I'm pissed. I'm furious. I came into this podcast very angry. And honestly, it's been a pretty good run, and I, I, I'm going to try and come into the podcast just absolutely pissed at all times. I don't know. I, I got to find a way to, to just have more fucking fun in life, you know? I got to find a way to, to, to take every opportunity I can to have some fun, you know? That's why I love, uh, that's why I love skaters. I used to skate when I was younger. I have family friends that have become pro skaters. My brother used to skate all the time. I would go to skate parks with him when I was like five. And then I got older, and when I was in middle school and early high school, I'd skate with my friends. So I'm acquainted, I was, with skating culture. I was never good. I was horrible at it. But I'm acquainted. I like skaters because skaters are, they have a punk mentality. A lot of skaters do love punk music. A lot of times they're even part of punk bands or they go to punk shows. You know, they're guys that like getting knocked around. So they have the punk mentality. But skaters are funny because they're also, like, cool. You know what I mean? Like, they're also, like, like they still got to land the trick and look good, you know? And, like, they still, you know. But But skaters know how to, like, like not give a fuck while also being cool. And the greatest example of that is Jason Dill, who uh, he was on Alien Workshop. Uh, he started a company called Fucking Awesome. I really hope this fucking gardening outside is not ruining this entire episode. I have a big feeling that it is because it's it's literally right outside. And God, do I wish I could ask this working class man to shut the fuck up so I can do a podcast. But I'm not a demon. But anyway, Jason Dill. I love Jason Dill because uh, he took the coolest, most fucked up picture that I think anybody has ever taken of themselves. What he did was take a picture in front of 9-11. And by that, I mean it's a picture. and Jason Dill is standing there, arms crossed, serious, with his head kind of moody, like, hmm. He's standing there, and behind him is the World Trade Centers just pushing out smoke. Just, I think it was like the first, maybe both planes were already in, but it's him, and then in the background is just, just mid-9-11. Can you imagine 9-11 is happening, and you look over at your friend, and you're like, dude... Get a picture. And then your friend, since he's also a skater, is like, of fucking course, I'll get a picture. And now you 
have the only picture that I've ever seen of anyone in front of 9-11. There's tons of pictures and videos, of course, but nobody would be out of their fucking mind enough to be like, get me in it, you know? But I like that because it's just like fucking, where were you on 9-11? It's like right fucking here. I'll tell you where I was. You can see the street sign in the background. I was three blocks away. Like this picture was so close that if he took it five minutes later, it would have just been a picture of a cloud of dust. Like it's, it's insane. And it's also funny because it's like, I wouldn't, I don't think I would have the balls to do that. Because can you imagine like 9-11 is happening and everybody's like scrambling and running away and freaking out. And while you're running away, you just see a guy posing and you're just like, is he fucking. Is he taking a picture in front of 9-11? I'm the first person in 9-11 to call it 9-11, but is he taking a picture in front of this right now? It would seem like you had something to do with it. You know what I mean? Like, it is funny. It's like, he committed, like, a small terrorist act. Almost Like, that is a thing a terrorist would do. Like, it's skaters and the perpetrators of 9-11 are the only people who would take a picture in front of the burning World Trade Center, you know? But, I mean, goddamn if it, if it, if it isn't one of the best fucking pictures in the world, I'll tell you that much. It gets me going. It's a very good pick. It's a good pick. It's a good pick, and people like it a lot, you know? So you got to give it up for that, you know? And that's that's the level that I need to reach in my life of the confidence of taking a picture of yourself in front of 9-11. I think we all envy that kind of confidence. Go out into the world and take a picture of yourself in front of of the World Trade Center as it falls. That's a good move, you know? It makes you feel good, makes you look good, you know? I don't know. The podcast should be called You Know, I Don't Know. That's really half of what I'm saying the entire time. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I am excited, though. It is May 10th, Wednesday, 2023, the year of our Lord. It is my birth month. My birthday is May 30th. Keep that in your calendars, listeners. Um, and uh, I'm going out to dinner tonight, though, because my with my mom and my stepdad and my girlfriend, uh, because my mom's going to be out of town. They're taking me to Musso and Frank's. I love Musso and Frank's so much. If you don't know, Musso and Frank's is a famous uh, restaurant in Hollywood, right off Hollywood Boulevard. A lot of, you know, all the famous stars. It's very old. I think it's like 1940s or before. Um, so old film stars would go there. Charles Bukowski would hang out there. It's the kind of place that it's, I don't know how it could ever close. Um, but it's great. They're famous for their martini. I like that. I never drink martinis unless I go there. Because why the fuck? When was the last time you even saw a person drink a martini? You know? Never. Never you see a person. I think more people go for a margarita now than they do a martini. But uh, they got a great martini. I'm going to eat a grenadine of beef. You know what a fucking grenadine of beef is? I barely do. I think it's just like it's like sliced up filet mignon. They got a Bernays sauce on it. And that's what you order at a place like Musso and Frank's because Musso and Frank's does offer a ribeye. You know, they offer the pork chop. They offer like steakhouse options. It is like a steakhouse menu. But people make the mistake of going there and I've made the mistake of going there and ordering a ribeye and that's fucking stupid because that is not the restaurant you get it at. If you want a nice ribeye, go to a steakhouse. Go to a place that's like we make good steak. Don't go to a fancy restaurant. Just it, it, It's not like a nice restaurant is just going to have a good steak. Because if I'm being honest, Musso and Frank's can't cook a steak for their fucking life, okay? Like, they do it fine, but it's not a steakhouse. But you got to go and you got to get some weird old dish that, like, Mae West and Cary Grant would order, you know? Which is a grenadine of beef, you know? Something that back then was, like, hot, you know? And it's funny to, to realize that, that, like... You know, nowadays, if you want, like, some hot, hip, fine dining, you go to, like, some um, 
molecular gastrology restaurant, you know, where they're changing the 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 states of matter of foam or whatever, and you're eating a carrot, but it's like just a dish of foam, you know. But like that's like the new hot stuff. But in like the fifties, it was something called a grenadine of beef, which is like ooh, ooh, this is really uh, innovative. They they took a, a a thick egg sauce and poured it on top of steak, you know. But I love restaurants like that. I love restaurants like that because it's a great place to judge, you know. I remember I went there with my beautiful girlfriend a few months ago uh, to celebrate something, and uh, we were there, and we dressed up. Not crazy. That's my weird thing with restaurants now is, like, I'd like to wear a nice jacket, you know, tonight, but but everybody dresses so down that you almost feel like an asshole, you feel like some kid on the first day of school where, like, you're trying to preserve wearing a nice fucking jacket to a restaurant, but when you're the only one in there, you feel like you're some kind of dickhead, you know? But anyway, we're in there, and and we're eating, and we got a good booth, and I always like a booth that can look out at the rest of the restaurant because that's part of my dining experience is I like to eat, I like to enjoy my food, look at my plate, go, wow, this is so good, sip my martini, so be so excited about it, talk to my girlfriend, but I also like to look out and just see somebody in a fucking t-shirt and then look over at my girlfriend and be like, can you believe he came to Musso and Frank's in a Rick and Morty t-shirt? And she's like, yeah, look at that fat fucking slob, fuck him. That's good eating. That's good dining. You got to go to places where you can pretend that you're a better person where you are than you are. That's what good dining is. It's it's to lie to yourself before you have that kind of money. To be able to go to a nice place every few months, maybe even just once a year, but when you're in there, pretend like you're there all the fucking time, you know? It's nice. It brings you back. It brings you back to an age of, you know fucking care about yourself dress the fuck up you stupid slob you look like shit you know that feels good it's exciting you should do that for yourself i don't respect people that don't go out to eat i don't respect people that go oh it's such a waste of money to shut up are you gonna make a grenadine of beef are you gonna make a martini and even if you do you want to eat it off the plates at your house in your fucking dining room no when people go, oh, why is the food so expensive? Because it's here. That's why. It's such a basic principle of, of this up in the air, what is shit worth, dumbass capitalism we live in. Fucking learn it, dumbass. Why would you want to spend that much? Because that's how much it fucking costs here, okay? That's how much it fucking costs. And I like that. It's the same thing with clothes. Why would you spend that much money on a shirt? Because they make the shirt... And that's how much they priced it at. And I wanted the shirt. And I could afford it, kind of. So I bought it. Stop stop trying to act. I, there's this whole stupid thing where, where people who are fucking broke act like they're minimalists, okay? Okay, I don't have a lot of money. Not a lot of people have a lot of money. It's nothing to be ashamed of. We live in a fucked up world. That's fine. But don't act like you're fucking Paul Bunyan. Oh, I got all I need. I don't need to spend that. No, you're not at the nice fucking restaurant because you can't afford the nice fucking restaurant. Stop pretending that you don't, that you spend money well. You don't spend money well. You spend it on fucking Postmates all the time, okay? Stop acting like going out to dinner is fucking stupid because you're spending a bunch of, listen, you spend $200 in four days on Postmates, I'll spend it all in one night for a meal that means more than any of those bags of shit you get ever could. Go out, take yourself out, wear a shirt you can't afford, buy a meal you can't afford, and pretend you're better than you are until you are. That's fake it till you make it, but you gotta show up sometimes, you can't just sit in your house all the time. So I don't get it, it's like, oh, I'd rather stay home and save the money. For what? For more of this? For more of the fucking life you hate? So you can sustain the life you hate? Take a jab. Spend too much money. And be broker than you usually are for a week so you can have a few hours of pretending your life isn't fucking shit. It's a basic fucking rule. 
I don't know why you wouldn't. But anyway, a couple things. I know my face is fucked up. Take yourself out to eat. You deserve it. Except if you talk shit to me online. Keep eating that fucking microwave macaroni, you piece of shit. Thanks so much for coming. I love you.